Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Invitalife session. Now, our main focus and mission with this environmental movement are to engage the future by empowering the present. I absolutely love connecting with people who share the same passions as I do, from your everyday adventurers, nature conservationists, to your aspiring advocates who actively pursue a global change with the shared vision of protecting our planet's long-term health. Now, I have that same opportunity today. I'm excited about today's episode as we have Julie joining us from Australia. Julie, thank you so much for joining our conversation and providing Invitalife the chance to share your story. It truly means a lot. Thanks for having me, Keith. Yeah, so before I actually let Julie take the mic away from me, I want to give a little background on today's discussion topic, which is sustainability with the pursuit of societal development. Sustainability is really a complex concept, but if we can put it in simple terms, the way I see it is that sustainability is a long-term goal of balancing the economic, environmental, and social factors which interconnect and need to be in harmony. On the other side, sustainable development is different to a certain respect from sustainability in that the key word to concentrate on is development. Sustainable development is the sort of forward progression of achieving sustainability through different pathways that society can achieve, such as education, research, technology, and effective policy, and so forth. Despite the terms being used interchangeably, I think the overarching principle for both, and I believe that the UN Environment Program does an incredible job at it, is that the core focus is to meet the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to be to meet their own needs. Now that we got an idea of what the topic is, uh, we can move forward, so I'm pretty excited. Um, Julie... I think it would be a great idea to have you first introduce yourself and where your story begins on how or why you got involved in this whole idea of environmental sustainability. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I am a rec- I'm a recent graduate um, of um, of engineering <laughs> of engineering and um, in uh, sustainable systems. Um, so that was like a four-year course, and I studied that in Melbourne, Australia. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I've just always been interested in um, driving change, and um, I wanted to pursue a, a career that um, impacted the world positively. You know, I wanted to contribute positively, and um, I first mm-hmm. started um, studying um, civil engineering, and there wasn't much around um, sustainability and and how we go about um, protecting the environment. So I just got, I became more and more curious and then I, I switched to um, a, a sustainability major and um, that's where my passion kicked off, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you feel about making that change? Like, was it something that you were excited about? Was it something that you were, you know, sort of feeling a little bit of hesitation or was it just natural, like, such an easy transition so easy so natural once I transitioned over I had no doubts it was I was where I, I was where I needed to exactly be um 
and yeah, I was excited. <laughs> yeah. The feeling, the the excitement. Yeah. Um, were you born and raised in Australia? I was actually born and raised. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> born and raised in Australia. <laughs> okay. Okay. How do you yeah. how do you think that Australia is doing in terms of promoting sustainability? Like, do they have an agenda? Uh, that you are familiar with or that you know of? Um, I mean, we are definitely trying, um, but in terms of like being um, up there, being a developing, no, sorry, a developed country, mm-hmm. um, I think we're a little bit behind um, as far as, um, you know, sustainable practices and everything. Yeah, I think that there is a lot for Australia to learn and, and to catch up on. Um but in saying that we we are getting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's absolutely wonderful that you are where you are because I feel like just because you have that sheer passion for driving actionable change yeah. makes me feel like you are where you are for a purpose and that you are there because you are going to be that voice for Australia to like hey like let's keep on track and let's push it forward like like let's push this agenda more forward and let's get there, you know? Definitely. So yeah. I'm so that's really inspiring. Yeah. Well, um, when I started, um, when I started doing um, my blog and um, on Instagram and doing all those mm-hmm. posts, um, I really wanted to connect with other people, um, like-minded people in Australia as well, but I haven't been able to connect with anyone. Um, I don't think there's much of a, um, like a community around sustainability. Um, most of my following is around the world. So mm-hmm. <laughs> any uh, Australian listening out there, feel free to connect <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know there, there are a few. Yeah. I, I've, I've stumbled across a handful, but that's really great. I mean, you are, you are creating a community. You know, I know that you said that there's not a huge community out there in Australia but I feel like you are gonna going to serve as this hub for I this hope topic. So. Yeah. yeah, you will. You absolutely will. Um, I tend to ask this question, but I think it's fascinating to hear different perspectives on it. Yeah. Um, what role do you feel individuals like yourself have or play in advocating for the protection of the environment? What role do I think I play? That's yeah. Um. Sorry, that was like that's my only cur- <laughs> that's the only curveball I have today for you. Thanks for joining. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel yeah, like just um, talking. You know, advocating can be something as simple as talking to your friend about why um, sustainability is so important, or yeah. why they should you know reuse certain products, or why they shouldn't yeah. purchase this product. So it's yeah. you know simple as that. Yeah, I mean, you're well, promoting something. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think for me, because um, I do have a background in engineering um, and sustainability, it's about like using my technical skills and what I've learned to just apply it um, to real life and and sort of um, portray it in a way that's um, easy and, you know, um, what do you call it, like relatable for um, mm-hmm. people um, so that they don't get scared immediately when they hear, oh, you know, like, ah. she's, an, she's an activist, like she's, uh, everything's sustainability, that's too hard. And like, 
Um, and when they see me, they say, oh, it's actually quite easy and quite simple um, to achieve. Um, so and just I think that that's the role that I kind of play is to just um, influence small changes and that are doable and and that make impact because like if everyone's doing little actions here and there, it, it, it contributes to a whole bigger picture. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing a picture it's a picture of a picture of a straw in the ocean and it says um, it's just one straw said one million people yeah, you know so it, exactly. it kind of just re-emphasizes re the importance of education exactly. right so yeah. I believe that education plays this pivotal role on allowing individuals to be more informed like you mentioned you know being transparent and therefore more sort of involved in effectively strategizing and creating solutions you know advocating with the varying issues that our planet faces um yeah. i also believe that education is integrated in many global frameworks right so key areas of sustainable development i mean i remember um not too sure if i remember the article specifically but i do remember stumbling across the article that discussed this this what they call three pillars of sustainability and it just blew my mind because I didn't really know a lot about sustainability but after this article it, it kind of just broke down in layman's terms you know the simplicity of it so it focused on three crucial areas which were environmental economic and social sustainability yeah, yeah. and you know yeah. environmental sustainability means living within the means of our natural resources so you know being responsible interacting with the natural environment to avoid depletion or you know further degradation and to ensure the long-term health of the environmental quality so i just wanted to get you know your feel on that like what do you think about that do you feel like society in general you know is adhering you know sort of following that sort of pillar um to some degree i think um but i, I definitely think it, it is um people and governments have to work together um, yes. and that's and that's where the next part of it comes in which is um economy economic um, yes sustainability. economic sustainability yeah. you read it too did you read this article as well oh i, I think i i don't think so but i think because it's um it's what I learn about and so like sustainability uh -huh. isn't just about the environment it, it incorporates yes. all aspects um, um you know to profit people in the sense of like health wealth well-being and everything um it all has to link together for it to be sustainable so yeah you know <laughs> that makes any sense yeah no it yeah. does it does and then I know that you are also extremely passionate about societal development and i thought that was just absolutely definitely inspiring yeah, yeah because so important um for, for people to to feel safe to yeah yeah for protecting people is also an aspect of protecting the environment because if people aren't safe well then how do we you know protect everything as a whole like in a holistic approach like everything has to work together absolutely and I th yeah, th I think the last pillar was social sustainability. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, it, to my knowledge, and if I can get my head on straight, I know it discusses or it focuses on c 
countries, communities, or societies to achieve good social well-being. Is that is that kind of sound correct and yes. something that I mean, you remember? Okay, perfect. Yeah, um yeah. I mean, concentrating on social response, social sustainability, um how what caught your interest in that specific area? Um I I it's always been an interest of mine um you know, like communicating with people with from all around the world with all different perspectives and um yeah I think that's a passion of mine to (laughs) to speak to a lot of people and um, I think a part of that part of sustainability um, is to incorporate culture and people and perspectives Um, and that's yeah that's (laughs) where my interest lies I think (laughs) that's yeah when when someone talks to me about societal development, I automatically think about my home. You know, growing up on this tiny island of uh, called Guam. I yeah. mean, times growing up were quite different as it is now. But yeah. regardless of that, you know, my entire upbringing sort of left this imprint on my life for yeah, sure. Exactly. You know, I yeah. remember. Yeah, I remember that the well-being of each person was of the highest priority. You know, life back then was. I'm not saying it's not what it is now, but I'm just saying life back then was really about investing in the people and the overall well-being and health of such communities. You know, I remember just I don't know why this tradition popped up into my head, but I remember this one tradition where as a child, our village would have a fish season where large schools of fish would come into our bay and we would have this incredibly large net that we would set to yeah. catch them. And, yeah. you know, there was there were so many people involved that led up to the catching. And at the end of the day, when we were all said and done, you know, everyone that was involved who represented their family got a piece of the total catch. Yeah. You know, fun. so it just it reminds me of that situation because it prioritizes the well-being and equality of others you know, at the forefront, you know, but as time progresses, you see changes in focus. Um, Exactly. Just, just like with the environment, you have the inclusion and exclusion of others or communities, you know, similar yet different in, you know, certain respects um, when talking about it in the environmental context. Yeah. I mean, um, and I I think the practices within a um, a small um, community like that is that like um, everyone is benefit benefiting and everyone is um happy and positive about it um but then when it when it turns into a large-scale production that's where it gets a bit out of hand and um where things don't get become like sustainable exactly and that's yeah that's where others are like on top that's where you have these sort of hierarchy you know people communities the vulnerable areas are left at the bottom and then you have you know these prospering areas that are just sort of obtaining all of those benefits you know what I mean because the struggling you know it's it's yeah yeah, it's very interesting in most cases yeah and in most cases um the community practices are actually more sustainable um going back to traditional um roots and and how they um depend on um you know natural resources um to carry out um simple tasks around the village and stuff like that um yeah (laughs) That's yeah, I mean, 
you know, just societal development is just so interconnected and rooted in sustainable development. Yeah. And it's part yeah, of it's the... It's definitely very broad, yeah. Yeah, it is. But I like how, because even on the, you know, UN, they sort of laid out and aimed to be accomplishing this goal, where by 2030, um, one of the highlights was to ensure that all human beings can enjoy prosperous and fulfilling lives and that the economic, social, and technological progress occurs in harmony with nature. And that sort of just lays out this foundation that, okay, look, um, this is what we are going to invest in. And we, this is the sort of backing, you know, technology research and all of these things, but it needs to be in harmony with nature. And it's difficult because some, and utilizing um, the, the local people's skills and knowledge of many, many generations exactly. as well, incorporating that into um, the, the design process, you know, that um, carries so much history and knowledge with it and experience as well. Like we'd be silly not to, you know, include that. Exactly. <laughs> and it, exactly. I mean, you read that and you hear it and you automatically understand that right off the bat, this will require not only global partnerships, you know, uh, this global movement and the determination to sort of implement the agenda, but also this intergenerational um, understanding and connectedness where, hey, like previous traditions or, you know, the older generations need to understand that their actions still affect us and therefore our actions will affect future generations, so forth and so forth. So just being able to yeah. not only have these global partnerships, but also this, you know, across the board generation span of just cooperation and understanding with transparency, I feel like because when I talk to my older relatives, you know, and I talk to them about climate change and global warming and all these different yeah. things, they're like, what, like, why should I care about that? Or what does that have to do with me? I'm like, okay. Yeah, you have a point, but like it has nothing to do with me either, you know? So it's like, how do you come to that common level? Like, do you have a specific approach or advice that you would give in terms of trying to be transparent? Oh, I think that's a difficult one because um, you, you can't really make, you can make people aware of the situation, but you can't, you can't necessarily make them care on a deeper level. Um, but what I think works is that if you implement these ideas of, um, you know, protecting and caring for the environment and and influencing um, a mindset of everyone as opposed to me, if that makes sense, like um, mm-hmm. from a yeah from a very early young age, I think that sticks with you and um and it influences everything mm-hmm. you do in life um and if everyone had that sort of um upbringing then it would create um a, you know a, a better society if that makes sense <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. i agree no i absolutely agree i really like that you're optimistic because that's you combine that with passion and that's just a recipe for yes change yeah. I mean, you know, you, you have a passion and you're very driven and you're going to be that change. Yeah. So, you know, that's absolutely yeah. I think, wonderful. Um, every, sorry. <laughs> I think um, everyone um, who is 
promoting sustainability has to in some degree be a little bit optimistic because um, we're tr essentially promoting change that we can't see. Um, so it's, it's hard for people um, to grasp mm. the idea. <laughs> yeah, so we just it's more of like a future thing, like, oh, we're doing this to benefit yes. everyone. Yes, it's such a future. selfless pursuit. Um, yeah, it it's is. a gradual change, a gradual development, yeah, that we're sort of promoting, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> so what what inspired you to get more involved in terms of spreading your message across, you know, these different avenues as platforms, you know, like Instagram, and do you have any other social platforms that you're using? Um, I've been trying to get our blog up and running, but it's so Ooh. so far it's it's just um, Instagram at the moment. <laughs> um, okay. But um, yeah, I I would love to do my own podcast as well, but you know all these things take up time. <laughs> it does, um, yeah. And so, but it's worth it. It It'll definitely be worth is. It, for sure. it definitely is. It's still in the works, but um, <laughs> I won't say more about it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I know you have you have like ten thousand followers on your Instagram so far, huh? Uh no. <laughs> I wish. No, no. Okay. It's gonna only, be, oh my God. Okay. only a thousand. Um It's gonna it's gonna hit a ten thousand sooner than you know it. Hopefully. I'm pretty sure it will. <laughs> yeah, it will. Were you yeah, were you more comfortable in addressing the issue or was it more so about sharing your story? And experiences to a larger audience so like were you just you know wanting to get this information out there or was it something that you just wanted to sort of you know have for yourself and just be able to share with others um a bit of both I feel like um, all my posts need to be um an extension of myself and what I believe um and that's mm -hmm. the only um I will only post things that I truly believe that, that are important um and I think um, most of the things that I post are just just general things that um, the general public might not necessarily be aware of. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I want to communicate that um, in a short, sharp message because everyone's on Instagram these days, scrolling and scrolling, scrolling. So why yeah. not? Like, yeah, why not like a fun fact or um, something that's relevant? You know, um, for, for example, one of my posts was about cigarettes. And how um, littering them would um, cause massive damage to like our um, marine ecosystem because mm -hmm. it ends up in um, landfill and then it goes into our water um, system and something as small and insignificant as that we don't really generally think of, you know, because it's, it's a part of some people's everyday lives just to be smoking and they're not really aware of their actions. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and you know what's really funny is that this information you know this large amounts of information is out there is you know readily accessible people can just search it up but for some reason when you have someone who's passionate about it or someone that's you know talking about it or you know just uploading things about it like yeah. it has I, I don't know it feels like it has more effect like people will want to know more, like they want to be more engaged. They want to, you know, like share it. They want to just like, it's very influential. Yes. So I feel like, you know, even though the information is out there, which it is, um, yeah, I think I mean, that it's really, it's yeah. really interesting and nifty that, you know, you have 
the opportunity to, you know, share something that you care about with others and, you know, it'll further that passion. You know, yeah. like you said, it's, it's an extension of who you are. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that um, you, you tend to trust um, the source more if you know who they are. So if my, Ooh, my friends yes. and family are watching, uh, sorry, not watching, um, I'm following <laughs> my Instagram. Yes. Um, and, you know, they know who I am and, and I, I've, they know that I've gone through a lot of effort to, um, you know, substantiate and research what I've posted. They're more likely going to take it more seriously. And, and I think that's um, important for Instagram because there's a lot of information going on. So, People who do have a, a big following um, think it, they just should be careful of what they're posting and and because they do have the ability to influence a large um, number of people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now I'm going to – okay, I kind of lied about the curveball being the last curveball. <laughs> this will be the last curveball. I, I, I promise. I promise. <laughs> I would honestly enjoy hearing – of a time where you sort of felt a deep connection with nature because your passion is so connected with the environment. And I just want to know whether you, you have had an experience itself that left an imprint on your life that you knew you wanted to pursue a career protecting the environment. So, I mean, was there an experience or memory that you have had or have in general that sort of, left an imprint that you knew like hey like this is my calling like mm, this is yes. something that I want to do okay please are you <laughs> please share <laughs> uh, well I think um growing up I've always been an outdoorsy person always um out about um you know just spending a lot of time with nature I wasn't really an indoors person I loved you know going to the park doing you know playing sports and everything really connecting with the environment so that all was always something that shaped um, my upbringing. Um, and then as I grew older, I started to learn more about, um, you know, sustainability and the environment and it piqued my interest. And then um, it wasn't until I went on a, um, a, a sustainable health delivery technologies and gender summit with um, Engineers Without Borders that really um, – you know, connected that this was my calling. I spent mm -hmm. two weeks um, in East Timor connecting with the um, community, um, finding out, wow. yeah, it was just so, uh, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It was just like. <laughs> no, that's, oh, that, that's, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. That's all you need to share. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely perfect. Yeah, was, what, so what. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. It was just an amazing experience to just um, step outside of my comfort zone. Um, going into a um, developing country, you know, I, I just learn so much more. And you just appreciate everything and everyone has to offer, you know. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, like you like you mentioned, it's, it's very eye-opening. You know, mm -hmm. you realize more, you learn more, and you absorb more in terms of what you need to do and how to go about it. I mean, appreciating, you know, it's it's some being very appreciative of the experience is something that goes a long way because, you know, it sort of, it humbles you. It allows you to, 
you know, be very sharp in terms of your focus and your direction. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really thankful that I'm really happy for you that you had that experience for sure. Yeah. And also, and it also um, teaches you that while these communities don't have much, they're quite resourceful. And so it's yes. just sort of teaching you, okay, well, I don't really need um, a lot of things in life to, to live abundantly. Yes. Is it, yeah, that's so ironic, right? <laughs> like, it's just, I think it's just so fascinating because I've visited, I mean, I kind of came from like that same situation where it's like you visit other areas and they don't really have as much as you do, but they make the most of what they do have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just they thrive like they, they thrive. do so well yeah. yeah it's just it's so inspiring and it empowers others to do the same take control of their situation and know that you know maybe i don't need this or maybe i can use this more you know so um i mean so what advice would you give to someone who doesn't really know too much about what the purpose is or focus is um when dealing when talking about sustainability or even you know, if they don't even know what it's about, like what advice would you give them? Would you tell them to do their own research? Like what would you, what would you say to them? <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. Um, I, I guess I would just say um, it's, it's about um, protecting the environment. As simple as that is, there's no real rocket science behind it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to communicate um, that, more efficiently with my audience and and trying to get people to care more it's still something that um like I struggle to do that is a very um interesting question <laughs> yeah no it's I think something I'm trying to figure out myself like how do I engage an audience that doesn't care about sustainability like how what do I say to them to <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean I I think once you you find your rhythm, it's going to just get easier because, I mean, it, the first step is just understanding why you care about it and, the, you know, educating yourself on it. And, I mean, you are involved in this area for a reason, you know, whether it be passion or just something that is of interest to you. But yeah. I think that's the first step, just being able to understand and know why you are where you are. And as soon as, you know, I feel like as soon as you understand that, the rest is sort of like finding your footing and being able to just be as transparent as you can, because transparency is key. Consistency is also a huge part of it. Just being able to like, you know, be up in people's faces, just talking, even if you're not making sense. You know what I mean? They'll catch they'll catch a few things where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand that part and be like, you know, then they'll be like tell me more and then you're going to keep on going. So I think it's just a lot of being in people's faces and putting out that information consistently for you to find your rhythm and your footing in this very, you know, very uh, influential and significant area. I don't want to overwhelm people too much. You know, I feel like as soon as you say climate change, people. Yeah, they're completely turned off. It's like the the vegan. (laughs) It's like the vegan. When you say you're vegan, everyone's like, oh, you know, like you must be crazy, you know, but it's it's because they don't understand that um, why vegans are so passionate about, you know, advocating for like animal rights. And and I feel like they, they haven't 
I don't know about I don't can't speak for all vegans, but um, you know the ones that are portrayed um on TV and on media is that they're loud and crazy and they don't um and they can't communicate that properly. <laughs> Sorry, like, vegans yeah. who are listening. I mean, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know a couple. Yeah, I know a couple of vegans, and I mean, it's the, you know it's the exact same thing. If someone were to come up to me and be like, "Hey, I'm a vegan," you know, and then I didn't like go further into it, then I'll just be like, "Ah, like I don't even want to deal with it." But you know, once you sort of get a better understanding of you know why they are vegan, what inspired them, I mean, then you can make yeah, that exactly. connection with them, you build that really, relationship. Um say that like vegans are doing anything you know like wrong like everything that they stand for is completely um moral and 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 right (laughs) and so it's really hard to find fault yeah yeah they're the cream of the crops basically they're like up there exactly so it's just it really comes down to how you communicate your passion with the general public um yeah (laughs) it's not to scare them away or anything But I mean, I, I feel like you are doing such an incredible job. I mean, you, I think you, you are just, you're on a roll and you're just going to continue to be on that path. So, you know, keep up the great work. Yeah. Trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julie, uh, I feel like we can honestly go on for a while talking about this, these different issues, sustainability, and just, you know, your experiences. But I just want to say thank you so much for, allowing me to have this opportunity to speak with you oh that's all right my pleasure thanks for having me and this is my first ever podcast so um, go easy on me (laughs) (laughs) no you did such an incredible job environmental hello everyone Invitalife is extremely humbled and thankful for all of the continued support from you all the amount of gratitude is beyond measure, and Invital Life will use that as motivation to further our environmental movement of connecting people through creative outlets and stories. However, there is one missing piece, and that is you, the outdoor enthusiast, the conservationist, the environmentalist, the person listening on the other side of this podcast. You listen and are interested in what we have going on Because you have that same passion and determination to make a difference in the world and to protect the long-term health of the planet we love. We, as in humanity, can accomplish so much to implement those changes, but more importantly, to be that change to make a positive impact. We have a lot to do, so take that next step and get involved. You can reach out and embrace our environmental movement by visiting www.invitalife.com. Our world, your time. Let's keep going.